This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Well, hello, everybody. This is Hal. And this is Melanie. And we want to welcome you to another episode of Making Biblical Family Life Practical. And this episode, we're coming to you from Central South Carolina. We are on the road. Where it looks like spring, even if it doesn't feel like it. Well, the pollen's there. I can I can feel it in my larynx. We have, yeah, the pollen. We're having the seasonal stuff here. But that's part of what you pay for all the beautiful flowers that are in bloom. It is so beautiful. The azaleas are gorgeous. The wisteria. I love this time of year. I love spring. In fact, I'm a little bit torqued because it's kind of... It, spring won't come this year and stay. It, we, I mean, we actually had snow flurries in eastern North Carolina last weekend. That's I mean, just the, not right. The average temperature this time of year is supposed to be in the low 70s, and we had snow flurries. That doesn't happen. No. So, I'm ready for, you know, I'm, what I fear, Hal, mm-hmm. is that we're going to go straight from winter to summer. Because we've done that, nice we've stuff. done that sometimes where it just mm. it's cold, 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 and then it's hot, and I don't like that. I love spring where it's pleasant, where it's seventy degrees outside, and you can walk, and you never get hot. Well, I love spring. Well, we were in Atlanta for teach them diligently last weekend, and when we checked out of the hotel, it was thirty-seven degrees and rainy, and it in felt Atlanta it. in April for crying out loud. And and it's nice and flowery here in Central South Carolina, but. This weekend, we're going to be down in St. Simons Island, and I am planning on lots of azaleas and warm sea breezes to go with them. Oh, and live oaks and Spanish moss, because we're doing Come Away Weekend. That's our marriage retreat. We try to do it a couple times a year. Mm -hmm. It's really fun. And this one is going to be in what has been voted the number one most romantic city in America. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Leisure Magazine voted it the number one romantic town in America. Okay, that works for me. Yeah, awesome. So if you'd like to know more about our marriage retreats, come out to our website and look under events and we'll let you know when the next one is. But... Okay, so we're going to talk about something really practical that we actually know quite a lot about because we're traveling all the time. We're going to talk about cheap family travel. And we have done this a few times and you can see those in the archive, but we wanted to kind of update it because... Some things have changed, and we have discovered some new ideas and travel hacks, and we want to share those with you because travel season's coming up. You're going to be making plans with your family, and we want to share what we learn on the road, right? Well, you know, a lot of, a lot of speakers don't take their families with them because it's expensive. It costs extra. You know, the, the people that bring us in to speak, they don't pay for our families to come. That's at our expense. But we don't want to lose our kids teaching other people how to raise their children. And so we bring our family with us, and we have for years and years. And so we've learned how to do it on a tight budget. And, um, you know, let, let's talk Let's talk about the first part. You know, you're leaving home. You're going to travel. You're going to go somewhere. For most of us, that means we load up the van, and we fill it up with gas, and we go, you know, I've got a new favorite little thing going. A couple of years ago, we changed our travel club to Good Sam's because we're usually pulling a trailer. So we're members of the Good Sam's Club. Well, they have a deal with a line of truck stops and travel plazas uh, where if you show them your Good Sam's card, you get five cents off per gallon. That adds up. That that begins to add up. If you've got a, a 30-gallon gas tank and you're pulling a trailer, <laughs> you know, five cents a gallon does start to make a difference. And uh, those are, by the way, that's uh, Flying J and Pilot are the ones that are participating on that. So 
we stop at those a lot, you know, because we... Well, yeah, speaking of good Sam's, people ask us a lot whether we're pulling an RV, whether we're driving an RV. And, you mm-hmm. know, that would be good. I'd love to drive an RV. We do a lot less hauling things in and out. Mm-hmm. But the Lord hasn't provided that for us yet. So we right. dr- actually drive a 15-passenger van pulling an enclosed cargo trailer. Right. We've got a we've got a box trailer, so like maybe six by ten, something like that. That's the official dimension, yeah. Okay. But you were gonna say something about pilot and mm-hmm. flying jays about well, travel plazas. Well, I you know, if you have never stopped at one, I was really surprised to realize that the travel plazas, which, you know, they are truck stops mainly, um, are always well lit and generally they're fairly clean. They're usually very clean. You know, one thing I like is that they have those little seats in the restroom. Nearly all of them do. Uh And that makes it faster for me taking the girls in. Okay. You know, one thing I wanted to mention, though, how a lot of people don't think about is that you need to keep an eye on your kids when you stop to go to the restroom on the interstate. Mm -hmm. Because trafficking is a thing. And you need to keep your eyes on them. Sometimes I see little kids... And young teens wandering through the gas stations by themselves, and I, it worries me. In mm-hmm. fact, you know what we do when we go to the bathroom in a big truck stop or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, big public place I'm with the girls? Yeah, buddy system. Well, more than that, when we go in the, re- in the restroom, I put each of the girls in a stall, and then I go in a stall. Mm-hmm. And they stay in those stalls until I get out and I say, hey, youngs, are y'all ready to go? Mm-hmm. And then they come out. You know, and, and just vigilance is the price of liberty, isn't it? Well, it's, it it means that I don't have to worry if somebody is is carrying them out the door mm-hmm. or walking out the door with them while I'm in the stall. I know they're safe until I'm ready to take them out. Okay, that that's a, that's good advice there. So, yeah, you always have to be aware and alert to your surroundings and the people there. And frankly, there's more people and there's better lighting and I think generally a safer atmosphere in these travel plazas than there is in the rest stops along the interstate. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm a little nervous about rest stops along the interstate after what happened to Terry McKee's husband mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Right. Where, you know, this was in North Carolina, pretty safe, considered area. Right. And yet he was shot in some kind of gang initiation thing mm-hmm. at, a rest, at a rest area. Left paralyzed. He left paralyzed. And, yeah. you know, this was... I think the rest areas are not as well manned as they used to be. No, and they're just not patrolled like, you know, right. a business that's operating for a lot of customers. So right. anyway, so travel plazas, hey, we're in favor of that. Um, we don't fly too much, but when we do, we generally go with Southwest. Because they give you two 50-pound bags free per person. You need to count that into the cost if you do fly. Because, well, you know, because the luggage adds up. If they're charging $35 a bag like some of the airlines do. Some it of the does. Others do. It, it eats up. You may think you've got a cheap ticket, but if you're going like to a family celebration and you got to take a couple of suitcases, it could eat up all your savings and then some. Mm-hmm. So, at any rate, we're big fans of Southwest. Their frequent flyer points seem to add up faster, too. I've noticed that. Oh, yeah. Um, we have not yet been able to manage Amtrak. I, I've looked because I like trains and I've always looked to see if there's an opportunity. Sometimes they have really low fares on sale, but generally the routes haven't worked for us. Yeah. And so that's just something. It, it's an option out there. We just haven't been able to experience it yet. Now, if you do fly, be sure you check Priceline and some of the discounters before you rent your car because that can save you a fortune. And that's one of those things, too, which I think generally it's 
you're safer making a bid on a rental car than you are a bid on a hotel room. And we do that sometimes. Yeah. But rental cars are pretty much a standard thing. Yeah. I mean, you, you know kind of what you're going to get. I, I've only seen a couple of, there's a couple of kind of fringy companies that don't clean their cars real well and they don't maintain them well. But if you're looking at the top, I mean, any any of the top five or top six of the rental car companies are going to be pretty much the yeah, same. You're going to be fine. Same results. Well, let's talk for a minute about lodging, Hal. Okay. You know, sometimes we tent camp. Yeah. And, and, and we're getting into, if the weather warms up, that might be an alternative. One thing, A couple of things you need to be cautious of with that, though, is, <clears throat> you know, I don't really, unless you're traveling 4th of July weekend, I don't really recommend that you make reservations in advance mm-hmm. because often you can't tell what's a good campsite till you get there. Mm-hmm. And lots of times if you make reservations in advance, there's so many added fees and convenience fees and things convenience for them right. that it's a lot more expensive than it is if you just show up and claim a campsite. We've also found when we're camping that camping at a National Park Service campsite is generally more expensive, more crowded, harder to get into than going to a Forest Service website. Yes. They're both federal lands, but the Forest Service has a a more generous view of, you know, utilizing the land rather than preserving it. Well, you know what I mean? You know, state and state parks are all over the map. State parks, some of them are luxurious. Some of them are just like by the road parks. It's a wide range. Well, no, we we stayed in cabins at a state park uh, not too long ago. It was part of a church retreat, but that's an option that's out there. There are cabins in a lot of these uh, state parks. Another thing we've done very occasionally is find a place just for a night or two at a Christian camp or a retreat center. Mm-hmm. And those you're going to have to do some searching and do some online, you know, make some phone calls and things. But some of those we've found and been able to stay at a very reasonable rate. Um, you don't have to be part of a big group. And the accommodations could be anything from a motel level to, you know, youth cabins. Well, if you're doing motels, definitely go out on Priceline. And one good option is to look at the express deals because mm-hmm. you might feel uncertain about bidding because you don't really don't know what you're going to get. But if you try the express deals, often they give you enough description that you can kind of figure out at least within one or two what hotel it actually is. Again, that's one of those things. But you know what? If you like doing internet research, you can have a lot of fun doing that. <laughs> if you just want to go out and click a button and be done, you know, yeah. you're not going to save that last dollar. But, but you can save some significant money with those express deals, and you can look at it and say, okay, how many two and a half star hotels are there? That have breakfast, have free parking, and have eight or more positive points on on guests. And you know, yeah. and usually there's one or two you can tell. Oh well, it must be this one, or it must be one yeah. of these two. Yeah, when it'll say, okay, this this room in an unnamed hotel is sixty five dollars a night, but it's thirty eight percent off the normal price. Duh, you can figure out what the normal <laughs> price is. It, you can really kind of figure out what you're bidding on there. So and and it can save you forty dollars <laughs> or more a night. And, you know, a nice thing I've seen about that is if you get one of these really good deals and you decide to extend your stay, Priceline will say, would you like another night at the same rate? Mm-hmm. We've had that happen before. Sure so have. certainly that's a good option. Last thing, this is this is something we're just trying for the first time next month, actually, Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Um, we have friends that stay in them all the time. Well, our son that travels a lot with his business has stayed in Airbnb, and he's had, I think, a pretty good experience with it. Um 
It's uh, how would you describe this for uh, for people that are not familiar with Airbnb? Well, it's basically where someone either rents out their home or apartment or a part of their home and apartment mm-hmm. to someone as if they were a bed and breakfast. And you know, I'm. You can look at the ratings that other people have given us. So you kind of get a Excuse sense of whether this mm-hmm. is a good place to stay or not. It is a more mixed bag, of course, than mm-hmm. staying with a candle in the window, folks. Yes. A candle in the window is a Christian hospitality directory that is mainly seems to be Christian homeschool families. Yes. And then Mennonite Your Way tends to be mm-hmm. conservative Christians of one kind or another. Right. Not necessarily Mennonite anymore. Truth. Um, but... In fact, I think a Presbyterian couple runs it now. But it, both of those are hospitality directories where you pay a membership fee, usually pretty small, not even the cost of one night's lodging. Right. And you get access to these directories where you can stay in people's homes. And we've met some really neat people that way. We have made some friends that way. And that's um, that's a good thing, you know, good way for Christians to meet across some some uh, boundaries that normally exist, and we, we've really benefited from that. Um, well, you know, I remember one of our sons being um, very alarmed when we announced that we were going to do this, one of our adult sons. Right. And he's like, I cannot believe y'all are doing that. But mm-hmm. he was with, he happened to join us for this trip, and after we'd stayed with a couple of families, he said, I'm going to put my apartment on it. He loved it. He loved the idea of, you know, Christians showing hospitality to one another. Okay, so... I'll put some links on the show page, but if you're listening in the car and you don't have it there, uh, basically, remember this, a candle in the window, okay? That's the name of the one that's mainly Christian homeschoolers, and then the other one, Mennonite Your Way, okay? Those are both, you can find them online, they're really really easy to find, and all the terms are up there. Okay, so uh, anything else on the lodging side before we break for our sponsor here? Um... In many places, you mm-hmm. will do fine bringing sleeping bags and pillows for your kids, but you may not want to bring them right by the front desk. Mm. Okay. And because it, it is difficult traveling with a large family, a lot of hotels. If you say I have this many adults, this many children, mm. and that's one nice thing about some of the travel sites online is they don't ask you how many people. True. They want you to stay in two rooms. Well, that's not easy if you have mom traveling with five little children who she could have put in the room by herself by themselves true yeah yeah and so some hotels that seem to be more friendly Mm -hmm. to large families embassy suites is great yes because we stayed in one of those just recently at a conference Mm -hmm. you can get two beds and then they have a fold-out bed in the main sitting area right um, Residence Inn is the same way. That's right. Homewood Suites. Yes. Country Inn and Suites. These are all chains that we've had very good results with. Um, you know, one other thing, I want to throw this out. Um, this is this is almost like an entirely different category. But we discovered early in our lives as parents that if I got sent on a business trip, normally my company didn't care if my family went with me or not, if as long as it didn't cost them anything. And a lot of times, the hotels that cater to business uh, to business travelers don't really care too much if you have, you know, if your wife and the children are in the room with you. And it doesn't, you know, it's one of these things where if dad's already going to be traveling to, say, to Boston, that was the big one for us. I had a, a long uh, business trip in Boston, took the whole family. We drove instead of flying. They stayed in the hotel with us. They had one field trip after another while I'm in class all day long. 
And on the weekend, we took an excursion out through the, the New England mountains. You know how I just saw a copy of Make Way for Ducklings that I bought at the corner bookstore. Mm-hmm. And then we went and we rode the swan boats and we saw Mr. Mallard. It was so awesome. Okay, so that was like homeschooling trifecta there you you like <laughs> won all the points for that coolest mom ever seriously but we need to take a moment and thank our sponsor Hal, yes because we, we really appreciate our sponsors on our podcast okay so listen up this is uh, the movie the miracle season and it is fresh out in the theaters right now they've got a word for you so let's cut over to them From LD Entertainment comes the miracle season. Without their star player, West Volleyball suffered another defeat. After the tragic death of volleyball star Caroline Found, West High School's remaining team players must work together in hope of winning the state championship. I told you to win for a line. If we want to show how much we miss her, we should just play with joy. Based on the inspiring true story. Time to take him down. The miracle season. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Now playing. More information is available at miracleseason.movie. Okay, look for that in a theater near you. Go out online and find out more about the film. So, we've been talking about cheap family travel. We're just updating some things that we've been doing recently. We talked about getting out on the road. We talked about getting off the road and sleeping. But in the midst of all of this, Mom, I'm hungry. Well, before we talk about that, let's talk just a minute about what we're doing in the van. You know, we have to do our homeschooling in the van because Mm -hmm. we're on the road so much. Right. And so everybody keeps their schoolwork and their pencils and stuff in a bin or in a backpack under their seat. Mm-hmm. And they are supposed to get their school done before they mess around on their phones. We have older teens. Right. That requires some supervision. Or yeah. watch a movie on the iPad for those right. <laughs> middle kids, mm-hmm. you know, the middle-aged kids. They need, you know... Books mm-hmm. is something that we bring a lot, that we bring. Right. They bring card games. Mm-hmm. They bring game board games that they can play in hotels and things. Yes. You know, what are some of the things that, oh, well, we always have a Frisbee. Yes, a Frisbee or a football or whatever, or a soccer ball, whatever your kids are comfortable with. Those are great when you make rest stops to get them out and run off some energy, in particularly fact, those younger kids. We stop every two hours. Well, that's something we just make a matter of policy and... We try to do everything when we make a stop to say, okay, this is a mandatory bathroom stop. That means everybody has to go. Even if they say, I don't have to. No, everybody goes, okay? And so we call out before we get to the exit there and say, hey, mandatory bathroom stop. Everybody get your shoes on. And at that stop, we'll top off the gas tank. We'll go to the restroom. Maybe this is where we get something out of the cooler in the back to make lunch. You know, we try to do everything in that one stop so that we only miss you know, 10 or 15 minutes of time on the road. And sometimes we race, boys versus girls. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we've set the timer and say, okay, can we make a 10-minute stop here? You know, and, and so that was a bigger deal when we had more in the van. Now now we're down to a smaller crew, and it doesn't take quite as long to cycle through. So let's talk about food. Okay, food. Well, a cooler is a necessity. A cooler is a necessity. Unfortunately for the budget traveler, it looks like the dollar menu is a thing of the past now. Oh, we have eaten so many dollar menu hamburgers, but the, those the, now it's the one, two, three, and more dollar menu. And, and Yeah, so the, the restaurant of the Scottish Clown. 
You know what I'm talking about. We, we, we're not driving through there as much anymore, maybe for a biscuit in the morning. Well, a lot of these people don't like that stuff anyway. Uh-huh. It, it really does help to bring a cooler. Okay. And a good size one mm-hmm. full of ice, if you can, put it yep. in the back, put it in the trailer. Yes. And have a small cooler up front with just the few things you need for that meal. Yep. Or for your snacks. One thing we found very important, get gallon-sized Ziploc bags and put stuff inside bags. Oh, yeah, because Because the ice melts, and if your cheese gets wet, it gets kind of gross. And Well, one thing that's helped, if you're doing like pimento cheese or or chicken salad, Mm -hmm. if you're Southerners like us, um, is to pack them in a mayonnaise jar, in a a plastic mayonnaise jar. Uh, And it's good because those kind of things, you're using a lot of mayonnaise to mix them up anyway. So just wash out the jar and recycle it right there. And and those will not leak. Those work great for stuff like that. That's good. And we plan things so that, like, if we're taking pimento cheese and chicken salad and egg salad and stuff on the road, we eat the things that are going to go bad soonest first you know so maybe eat the egg salad first and the chicken salad next and save the cheese for the last or something you know it really helps to spend a little bit extra money and get some premium stuff so that people don't dread having the same thing for lunch like i'm not a fan of sandwiches right especially cold sandwiches Mm -hmm. and so it helps my attitude if we say okay well we're going to get some chiabiata and we're going to get some croissants and we're going to get some fancy some nice wraps Mm -hmm. so that you have something to look forward to go Mm -hmm. the extra mile get some lettuce and tomatoes and put on your sandwiches yep you know make them a little bit nicer than you would at home Mm -hmm. because the temptation is going to be oh i don't want that again let's just drive through and you'll regret that after a while your wallet and your stomach well there's just not a whole lot of variety on the drive-through menu anymore not if you're feeding a big family no Taco Bell still has a decent dollar menu if you like Taco Bell. Um, enough said on that, I guess. Um, we're pretty pretty regular customers of Little Caesars, the $5 hot and ready pizza. Can't beat you, it. You can I mean, feed a van full for 10 or $15. Well, and if you spend a few more dollars, you know, they have the $6 ev- mo- most... The ones with extra pepperoni. Yeah. Most bestest or something pizzas. Yep. And for $8, you can get the pan pieces, which are downright delicious. And so, you know, that's a hot meal, and that's something a little festive, and it's better than a cold sandwich most days. Um, yeah, that's a, good, that's a good large family meal. Lots of food inexpensively. And I understand that Walmart sometimes has a $5 hot and ready pizza in their stores. I have seen the containers. I've never seen a pizza in them. I have seen them a couple of times. I haven't seen them regularly enough to bank on them, but that's an option. You know what I think the cheapest... <clears throat> Most most food for the least money is probably Sam's Club Cafe. Well, Sam's is good because you can fill up the car, you can go to the restroom, you can stock up on supplies. You get and, your flat of water. And the cafe always has those big all-beef Nathan kosher hot dogs. They're yes. great big hot dogs. And the hot dog and the drink are like $1.50. You can't beat you that. You can't beat that. That's great. Well, that'll fill up a grown-up. And they sell pizza by the slice, and their big pizza is good. Yeah, you know, it's not as cheap as Little Caesars, but then they have more meat on it. Yeah, it's a bigger pizza. It'll feed more. I think their their pizza is like nine dollars, and it's huge. Right. Or you can get a large slice again, enough for an adult and a drink for two fifty. Yeah. Really, you can't beat it. It's good quality food at a good price. Mm-hmm. Um, always have a flat of water in the van. Right. Because nobody ever drinks enough water when they're traveling. It's tempting to drink soft drinks and stuff. We make mm-hmm. sure there's plenty of water available. Yeah. Okay. So some other things. 
Now, here's a surprise to us. You kind of think outside the box sometimes. And we tried this on a trip to Canada and realized, my word, that works. A lot, you know, where we live in our part of the country, most shopping centers have a small hole-in-the-wall Chinese restaurant, you know. Mm -hmm. And we're not, not even as big as a Panda Express. We're talking a little local thing. Lots of them have egg rolls for a dollar, a dollar fifty, and you can get a bag full of egg rolls and feed the family for about what you'd pay going through a dollar menu. And it's good. It's a nice change. And they're usually hot. They yeah. cook them for you, especially if you go and say, "Hey, I want fifteen egg rolls." They're going to cook them <laughs> hot for you right then. Okay, so um, the big thing for us, the big innovation this year is what we do in the hotel rooms. Oh yeah. So a couple of years ago, we got an instant pot. Mm-hmm. And we started traveling with our Instant Pot, and oh, it has revolutionized our co- our meals in the hotel room after conference. Because we're really, once we have, we speak all day, the kids are working the booth all day, mm-hmm. by the time we get back to the room, we do not feel like even going out or even ordering a pizza. We're too dumb and tired. But what we found is, because the Instant Pot is is basically a programmable pressure cooker it's yeah. it's a it's, it's a, a very safe one. fast it's a fast one with all kinds of safeties on it and you can you can bring from home a package of pre-made spaghetti sauce or pre-made chili well like well pre-made they may not know what you mean what well, we mean is that we make spaghetti sauce or we make chili before we leave right freeze it so that it stays in the co- good in the cooler for a few days right and then we'll, what we've been doing is a half an hour before the book fair closes. Mm-hmm. We send one of our teens up to the room. They put a package of dry pasta yep. in the instant pot, some water, mm-hmm. that um that hunk of frozen that sauce. hunk of frozen sauce. Yep. And set the instant pot for eight minutes. And you know, it takes about 10, 12 minutes to come up to pressure. Right. By the time we get back to the room, it's ready and it's hot. And that has been wonderful. And take a bag of grated cheese to throw on the top when you serve it. And, you know, we just travel with our plastic forks and spoons and disposable plates and, and yeah. bowls and stuff. You know, just playing it. We're going to picnic some in the room. Well, the, the Instant Pot has changed things because, you know, a lot of hotels don't want you leaving a crock pot there all day. No. Cooking. And also, if you're traveling during the day that day. Mm-hmm. Then when you can't do an, a crock pot that's going to take hours. No, but the instant pot takes what fourth of the time. Maybe. Thirty minutes, maybe. Yeah, and so you know the advantage to that you can cook something hot, something kind of elaborate, even enjoy it, and then clean the clean the dumb thing up and pack it away. Well, and it's really it's easier to clean than a crock pot because it cooks so fast. The mm-hmm. stuff tends to not stick to it the same way. So we just include a little plastic scrubby pad in the in our yeah. you know packing. We've got this all, it fits in a file bin that we get during tax season at Walmart. Okay? You, know, you know what has, we had another meal in the Instant Pot the other week that was so good. What? We bought some of those little tiny baby potatoes. Yeah. And we threw the baby potatoes and a and a jar of sauerkraut and bratwurst in. And uh-huh. I thought it was delicious. Just cook the whole thing and the sauerkraut tends to flavor the, I mean, the, um, the sausage tends to flavor the sauerkraut and the. The potatoes get cooked to perfection. It was delicious. Just threw some water in with it and went on. So so that is an option. And, you know, that saves restaurant trips. That saves, you know, you're tired. You don't want to go back out. You But instead, you can have something that tastes like you made it at home. Yeah, it's really good. And so Salads are a great thing, too. you got to be careful, though. Don't put your salad fixings right on your lettuce. I mean, right on your, your ice because your lettuce will wilt. Mm-hmm. But... 
we love having salads. That's something you do in the hotel room really easily is buy one of those rotisserie chickens. I was going to mention a rotisserie, rotisserie chicken, chicken mm-hmm. and a bag of cheese and a couple of bags of lettuce, mm-hmm. some dressing. You can make a, a salad with chicken on it. You can make a delicious s- salad with rotisserie chicken. Another thing we've done with or that. Or make wraps with it. Well, another thing we've done is get the rotisserie chicken and get a, uh, and this you can do without the Instant Pot. You can do this if you just got a coffee pot in the room and heat up the water. Get a box of like stovetop stuffing. You know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. That's the brand yeah. name. But get get a, a stuffing mix and just bring a bowl with you. You can, mm-hmm. you can even get a, a bowl at the dollar store. Yeah. But you can mix that with the hot water out of the coffee pot, stir up that stuffing, strip the chicken off the bones and mix it in there. And you have, you know, a pretty decent sort really? of meal there with very little very little prep time very little um cooking involved we know we try to stay at hotels that have breakfast but when we are speaking at a conference usually the fancy hotels the resort hotels do not have breakfast they want to they want you to eat in the restaurant and so we bring bagels and cream cheese or bring instant oatmeal yeah because you can use the water out of the coffee pot to make instant oatmeal yep yep we've done plenty of that um, what are other you, things? I well, you've got to make sure that you've got some fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. on hand for snacks and things because yeah. if you're going to be, you can eat junk if you're going to be on the road a few days. If you're going to be really on the road a few weeks, like we often are, yeah, you're going to start feeling pretty scummy after a few days if you're not eating good food. Speaking of junk, the potato chips in a can, those are good. Well, they're at they, least they, they don't travel better. They don't get squashed. They don't get squashed. But. They also you also ought to bring something like grapes, apples, cherries, blueberries, mm-hmm. bananas. I found don't travel real well; they get squashed too easily. Oh gosh, no, no, they this get kind of yuck. You buy the bananas and hand them out as soon as you get to the van. Yeah, and then you throw away the peels immediately. Right. Travel with trash bags, lots of trash bags. Trash bags and paper towels are essentials. Yeah. So in some ways, to travel like we travel, you you almost have to prepare food as if you were camping. Yeah. You, because you are, in a way, you're camping. You just happen to be in a room. That's right. But, um, oh, one one other mention here. We've noticed sometimes we get kind of sensitive to um, some of the cleaners and the detergents and all they use in the hotels. Oh, I've been having a bad problem with that lately. You know, one thing that's helped with that is um, use a T-shirt out of your luggage or bring a pillowcase from home. Yes. And just put your own pillowcase. And if you do that, I recommend get something with a color or a print yeah, or something. So it's obviously it's not a hotel pillowcase. But just put your ho- you put your pillowcase on, on their pillow, strip it off in the morning when you pack up. You know, that sometimes that will avoid the red eyes and puffy face in the morning. Well, all that to say, it's amazing how cost effectively you can travel even with a big family that we've traveled all over the country with our kids. This year, mm-hmm. we're going to be in Pasadena, mm-hmm. California, in Orlando, Florida, right. um, Mobile, Alabama, all over the That's place, all coming up. Columbus, Ohio, all over the country. And mm-hmm. you can you can do this too. You can get out and you can see America with your kids. We have a bunch of friends that are road schooling, that their family are, are traveling for months at a time. Mm-hmm. Whether you do it for a few days or a few months, if you take the time to think it through and make plans you can afford to take your kids so we really encourage you to do that and get out there see america see america first and and just enjoy it you know yes. that's just enjoy the beauty that god's put here this is a great opportunity the ultimate field trip awaits you so um 
Look, we're going to need to wrap things up. We're at the end of our time. So we want to thank our sponsor, The Miracle Season. And we also wanted to mention, we wanted to mention something else is coming up. If you are interested in studying political science. Yes. Let's talk our about our son. Our son, Matt Henry, mm-hmm. is a doctoral student. He's working, working on his doctorate mm-hmm. at the University of North Carolina, which is one of the top rated programs in the country. Mm-hmm. And he is offering an introduction to political thinking course this summer. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty excited about it. It's going to teach your kids, you know, how to think about politics, political science, the government from a Christian worldview. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be also preparing your kids to, to learn in a college environment. This is going to be a, this is going to be a, a, an early summer course. It's like eight weeks long. Eight weeks, like May to July. Yep. And he is going to be teaching at a college level to help your student have that early experience of what's it like to sit in a classroom. What are professors um, expectations are like? What are grading scales look like before he goes on to an official transcript? This right. is a good drill dry run. Great and, for your high school students. And don't mm-hmm. worry, it's not going to be too hard. Matt is a great teacher. Yeah. And he's going to he's going to make your kids love political science. I think we need to have him on here to talk about it some let's more. Let's do that. When we get back to home base, let's get him on. But okay. for right now, if you're interested, we're taking enrollment right now. And the class is going to start in May, I believe. Yes, right? so go to our site, RaisingRealMen.com. Hit the shop, scroll down to online classes, and you'll mm-hmm. see it there. Yeah. Okay, folks. So that's uh, that's all for right now. We're going to be back on the road tomorrow on our way to our marriage retreat. Don't forget to get out to the theater and see the miracle season. And I'm Melanie. And I'm Hal. And we appreciate you joining us this week. Thanks so much, y'all. Bye-bye now. You've been listening to Making Biblical Family Life Practical with Hal and Melanie Young. If you found this program interesting, challenging, and encouraging, why not join us on the web at halandmelanie.com. That's H-A-L-A-N-D-M-E-L-A-N-I-E.com. Or follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook slash Melanie or Facebook.com slash Raising Real Men. This program is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Join us next week when we'll be back to talk about making biblical family life practical. Until then, thank you and God bless you for listening.